so glad you could join us for mornings at YCBC today. We want to thank you for being a part of our online family and we hope that this message encourages you, blesses you and helps you grow in your walk with Him. So let's get into the Word. Well, again, good morning. It is great to be with you. I'll carry that one around. I like to move around if that's all right. Um, so yeah, you've got, you got a bit of my history and yeah, Previous to the role I'm currently in, I was yeah, worked for the Baptist Churches, um, state director, and looked after all the churches. Um, I didn't have to do much at YAS, so that's a good thing if you did not get visits from me in my previous role, because when there was a problem or a trouble, um, I was the one that they sent into those churches. So I can't remember having to come down and deal with any kind of issue or close you down or ask someone to leave. <laughs> Uh, they're all the things I used to do. But now, in, uh, in this role, um, how much time do I have? How, who wants me to delay the church meeting? I can do that. Um, uh, we'll, we'll aim for about 20 minutes and um, see how we go. Uh, but now in this role, I get to yeah, talk about um, yeah, things God, again, lays on my heart, but from the, from the posture of mission, because that's what Scripture Union is about. We exist purely and, and simply to tell children, young peoples and families about the good news of Jesus. And we do that in creative ways, in schools and camps. And my toughest job today is to choose, you know, do I go to cricket camp? We've got, just had Fuse camp. We just had a camp, 60 young people and 33 of them gave their life to Jesus just in the last 48 hours. How cool is that? That's the good news I like to hear. Uh, and I was, as I was asked to come down, I, I'm happy to go any, everywhere. It's, it's not a sacrifice, Steve. We are, um, I love talking about Jesus and I love preaching from God's word. And these words from John 15 were on my heart and mind. And, I, and Crystal said, you know, the kids are going to be in. If that's okay, I said, that's more than okay. Can I, I can talk and use my yo-yo. She said, that would be brilliant. So that's what I'm doing. So I brought them with me. Kids can come down the front if they like. So you don't have to sit and be still. You know, Scripture Union began with this crazy idea that young people, young children, matter to Jesus. And more than that, that they are capable of hearing God's word and responding. And even more, this crazy idea, Scripture Union, those people who began it, that young people, as, how old are you guys? Nine. Nine and seven. And seven uh, can not only respond to the gospel of Jesus, but can lead uh, even at their age. 150 years ago in the church that was quite staid and, um, uh, you know, in, in 19th century England, 1867, I know it's, that's 100 years before I was born, our scripture union began with this crazy idea and it went to where the children were on the beach. So I brought some of my things with me. You want to see them? These are yo-yos. I've got a bunch. This is just a selection of the yo-yos I have. They're in my office. They're around our home. I get in trouble for leaving them everywhere. And when I was your age, I got uh, this, the Coca-Cola people. Who remembers that at school? If you're older, would come to school with their yo-yos. And there'd be this thing of yo-yo season. I would save up all my money and go to the corner shop and buy the best yo-yo. And... Um, you know, if you had one of the, these ones, you're pretty daggy, you're picked on. This is the kids' yo-yos. This might be good for you, you guys, although it's probably worth more. It's worth quite a bit of money today because it's a little bit rare, so I can't give you that. Um, <clears throat> this is the most common one. Uh, this is from 1960s. You had one of those. Do you still have it? Please, you can feel free to give it to me. Uh, 
they're worth a few hundred dollars, by the way. Uh, this was the pinnacle of the yo-yos. This was the most expensive one. I was never had enough money to have one. My cousin had one. I was so jealous. And I got this one for my 50th birthday. It's, you cannot play with this one. And I have this one that I just carry around everywhere in my pocket. And this goes with my latest yo-yo, which is a professional grade yo-yo. You've got one? Very cool. And we're going to talk about yo-yos in a little bit. And yo-yos and grapes remind me of this passage today, John 15. And Steve tells me that this is not the first time John 15 has come up in the life of the church. So maybe God is wanting to, again, communicate or teach you something new or remind you of an old message. Now, it's important we understand what's going on here. This is... Um, this. Just before these words in John 14, the final words of Jesus in the previous chapter, Jesus says, let's go. So Jesus is on his way somewhere. And I think I've got, um, how do I use this thing? That one? Oh, that one. No? Other way. What am I doing wrong? Could you just, just go to the next slide for me? One of these things? Oh, look, there we go. It's the final hours of Jesus. We know that Jesus is going to go and be crucified. You guys know that, don't you? That's what we celebrate at Easter, that Jesus died on a cross, demonstrating his love for you and for me and for all of us, no matter our age, you're all welcome in the kingdom. That's what the cross says. And Jesus, does this give me a, no, a red light? Oh, look at that. So Jesus is over here. Look at that. In, this is uh, Jerusalem at the time of Jesus. Imagine this building, like this was uh, the wars. So we've got the wars going all around in pink. And Jesus is down in here in the bottom um, southwestern corner. Got that? Down here where that arrow is. Down there. Or down there, if we're going to think of our building. And he's got to get all the way up to here, to the Garden of Gethsemane, right up there. Got it? So Jesus has celebrated the Passover with his disciples and he said, let's go. And he has to walk. Now he can go straight through the city, past the temple. And if he goes past the temple, the temple has this massive golden grapevine um, covering the temple. You can see it. It glinders in the, uh, in the sunlight. It, you can see it from everywhere. It's worth millions and millions and millions of dollars. We can't even, I think, add up how much it's worth today. And if Jesus went that way, that would have prompted him to talk about the vine, as we read about. Or Jesus could have gone this way, around the temple, through Kendrodden Valley, which is full of vineyards. I think Jesus went around. I think Jesus walked past the grapevines and the vineyards and seeing the grapes that were just beginning to bud and to birth on, their, on the grapevines that were being full of leaves. Harvest, according to Google and Wikipedia, uh, happens in Jerusalem around July, June, July. So this is Easter, our Easter, Passover, full moon, April. Certainly they're beginning and the, the vineyards would have been very, very green and luscious, but the fruit's not quite ready. So Jesus... I think is prompted then to talk about the vine. And remember, where, where is Jesus heading to? What's going to happen to Jesus? Actually, in a, very, in, in a few hours, he's going to be arrested. And what's going to happen? He's going to die on the cross. Yeah, he's going to die on the cross. I don't know if you've had 
you know, something really important to do and it's coming up, it's all you think about, isn't it? Who's, who's had an exam at school, maybe? That's all you think about. You don't think... You get a free pass to not making your bed when you've got something important to do. Because you're not thinking about that or doing the washing up or whatever it is your job's meant to do. If you've got something important that's happening... But here Jesus has got something, the most important thing happening, and he stops and he teaches this lesson. And so it's really important that we listen and we understand what Jesus is saying. And he begins by saying, I am the vine. So do you picture it? Walking through vineyards. I think he walked through vineyards. It was pretty dangerous to go through the city. Remember, there's a whole group of people out trying to kill him, to arrest him. And that's going to happen within a few hours of Jesus saying these words as he gets to the garden of Gethsemane. He is arrested there. So I think he might have wanted to avoid those crowds and control kind of the situation. There's a few last things he wants to say to the disciples, to you and to me. And this is one of them. I am the vine. Now, can anyone else remember when Jesus might have said something about I am? He said, I am seven times. This is the last time. Anyone else can remember? Maybe your mums and dads could help. You get a grape if you get the right answer. Very good. Yeah, I am the way, the truth, and the life. The good shepherd. Yes, that's a very good one. I'm the, I've got a list. So I can remember, I can cheat. Um, yeah, I'm the good shepherd. I'm the way and the truth. Anyone else? I'm the door, absolutely. Yeah, John 10. Uh, they're all from John's gospel, by the way. I am the resurrection and the life. Yeah, this is a whole sermon series, a good one to preach on, perhaps one. The gate, yep. I'm the bread of life. I'm the light of the world. I'm the door. I'm the good shepherd. Uh, the good shepherd, I'm the resurrection of the life. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. I am the vine, says Jesus. I am the vine. And he goes on to say, you, us, together, are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. So that's the easy thing. We can get the grapes about the fruit, can't we? That's what reminds me about the fruit. Apart from me, you can do Nothing. What do you think nothing means? Nothing. That's right. We don't have to guess. This is one of those good words we don't have to kind of do some theological, you know, mind thinking about. Nada. Nothing. Zip. Zero. Does not exist. Um, nothing will happen. Apart from me, nothing, says Jesus. And the most important word in this passage is the word remain. Some versions might have the word abide. It's mentioned eight or nine, ten times. Anything in the Bible, and we read it in a short space that's mentioned more than three times, is really important, and we should take notice. But Jesus mentions this word a lot, remain. What do you think the word remain means? Stay. Stay, yeah. Stay, and it has this future sense. Stay now and in the future. Continue to stay. Continue to remain. Continue continually choose to remain in Jesus. And that's where the yo-yos come in for me. Because when I think about the word remaining, I think about, well, yeah, being connected to Jesus. That's what he means, to be held by Jesus is another way to think about that. So, so when, now you've been looking at these yo-yos for a little bit. I'm sure you'd like to have a play. You can have a pick them up. Uh, quick tip, Kmart has yo-yos at the moment for $2.50. 
And you've got all of them online, and they'll be delivered to yes, and you can pick them up in 24 or 48 hours. So just a quick tip. Share that with your parents. <laughs> Sorry? Uh, they're not professional yo-yos. Um, I, I can't tell you how much this one cost me because my wife is here. So. <laughs> but if on our own, they, well, they look pretty, but they don't do anything, do they? On their own. They do nothing. That's what Jesus says. On our own, we do nothing. But with Jesus, if we stay connected to Jesus, we can do lots of things, all sorts of things. And Jesus says, if you remain in me, you will bear much fruit. Not a little bit. That word much means like more than actually a stupid amount, actually, is one way we could translate those Greek words. Uh, much fruit, a lot of fruit, not just a little bit, but a lot. And what, is, what do you think Jesus means by fruit here? What do you think Jesus means by fruit? Us? Yeah, absolutely correct. You get a grape. Look, there you go. That's, that's the right answer. We are part of the fruit of the disciples all those years ago. There's only like 12. Well, they're down to, down to 11 because kind of Judas is off doing a different thing. That's a whole other story. Um, and Jesus gives this command to them. After he dies and rises from the grave, he sends the disciples out, just a few, to the ends of the earth. You will be my, go and make disciples. Go and be my witnesses to, to Jerusalem, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Quick tip. One of the furthest places away from where Jesus said those words is Australia. You know, that we're the ends of the earth. New Zealand is actually the furthest, but we, we don't want to give them too much credit. Sorry if you're a New Zealander. Yeah, we're the fruit. We're the fruit of some of their work. But, but it's more than that. When we look in the Bible, um, we find that that fruit also for Jesus is um, in Isaiah chapter 5, verse 7. The prophet of Isaiah says, The vineyard of the Lord Almighty. Here we are in a vineyard again. Jesus is using a very familiar image, and that's a whole other sermon. If you and I can answer all those questions about the theological uh, importance of the of the image of vineyard. Um, we can talk about that later. The vineyard of the Lord Almighty is the nation of Israel, and the people of Judah are the vines he delights in. And he looked for justice. He was part of the fruit, but, sure, but saw only bloodshed. He looked for righteousness, but heard cries of distress. God expects us to care and be his people. And it's in a way that is evident to others that part of our fruit is actually the way that we live out our life and communicate our lives to others. Um, Paul makes it very clear in Galatians, who thought of the fruits of the spirit when you think of fruit there? Good, Every, everyone would have. You all get grapes. There you go. Yeah, and that is you know, love and joy and peace and patience, goodness, self-control, a whole bunch of other things that they're none of them. And that's a good thing to think about in our own life, mums and dads and parents. How joyful are you compared to last year? How patient are you compared to last year? I like to take a bit of a stock in my life once a year get to work and ask those questions. Am I more joyful? Am I more peaceful? Am I more graceful? Am I allowing 
Jesus through the Holy Spirit to do the work in my life. And ultimately, fruit is whatever Jesus wants to do in your life and mine. And I believe, like Scripture Union believes, and I'm sure everyone else here believes, that you guys, no matter your age, have an important role to play in the kingdom of God. Statistics tell me that those under 12, who's under 12? You can put your hands up will tell their friends about Jesus six times more than adults in the room. You guys are important for the kingdom. And I believe that you can lead. And guys, these are your leaders of the church. My previous job used to go around and say, your 10, 11 and 12 year olds, if you're going to wait till they're 20, 21 and 22 before you give them a shot to be leaders, you will have lost them. These guys can be leading today and they need to grow up into leaders. There we go. I am the vine, says Jesus. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you'll bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. I think one of the troubles we get ourselves in is when we get these things around we, we try to be the ones that produce the fruit we try to be the ones that make it all work and run the programs and I can tell you that it's burning out churches that was my previous job um, churches were exhausted because they're trying to do the thing really that is up to Jesus to do our job as followers of Jesus is to remain and let God do the work in and through us make sense kids are getting much easier than us adults much fruit. God wants to do great things in us if we will remain in him. It's like this yo-yo. This is rocking the baby. Remember that? This is one of my own tricks. Do you know what this is called? No, make the baby sick. <laughs> you know, and the yo-yos remind me a lot about following Jesus. It is up and down. Oh, got to watch and talk. You know, we can... Go up and down. But as long as we remain, as long as we stay connected to Jesus, he will do enormous things in us. Oh, missed that one. Through us. I feel very nervous. <laughs> I can do all these at home. Oh, got Sometimes we get knots in our string and, you know, that's okay. But it's about being connected to the master. Now, I'm not a yo-yo master by any means, but I get to play and do sorts of things with, with yo-yo. So. Feel free to donate to Scripture Union. Um, you know, and God wants to do more than we could ask or imagine. On our own, we can do nothing. Do you get it? But with Jesus, we could do all things. Apart from me, you can do nothing, says Jesus. But remain in me, and that's our job, to be connected to Jesus, and you will bear much fruit. We could travel the world with Jesus or for Jesus. Wow. I can do that four times, I think is my record. Let's have a go. One. Two, three, four. Oh, it's going to run out. Five. Woo. That's a new record. And, bit, and with Jesus, we're always a star. He's always, he, we're his star people. If God carried around, I mean, Max Accardo said this once, you know, if God carried around a wallet with pictures in it, he'd have your picture in his wallet. He's so proud of you as his sons and his daughters. He loves you. 
And that's what the cross reminds us. He loves us so much that Jesus would give his only son that we might have life in all of its fullness. And we can become, let's see if I get this right, stars. Okay, I think I've ran out of. So I'll have to go get this. But if we disconnect, if we're not connected to Jesus, we might just find ourselves running away and we'll do nothing. And at times we've got to let Jesus pick us up. And he'll always pick us up. And he'll always do more in us and through us than we can ourselves. Can you do the DNA trick? I don't know what that is. <laughs> You'll have to show me later. Where did I put this? So two questions remain. My time's up. Yeah, remain like a yo-yo. So when you see yo-yos in the shop, may you, be, may you think about being connected to Jesus. May you ask yourself, am I... Am I in Jesus? Does Jesus have me? And that's the most important question. Not only, you know, do we have Jesus? Yes. Yes. Excellent question. See, very quick. Adults are so slow. We get ashamed maybe to, I don't know, we feel apprehensive about making that known in the world in which we live in. Sometimes it's simpler saying, yeah, I commit, I'm a follower of Jesus. I went to the footy last week, saw Penrith win, that's my team. It was a mission, and I was talking to this guy, Mark, who didn't like the church. I didn't talk about the church at all, but I just spoke to him about Jesus, and he had more questions, had lots of questions for me, but I very quick to tell him, you know, Mark, I'm a follower of Jesus, and I haven't got it all okay. I'm not perfect, and we're going to continue chatting. Jesus is attractive. Perfect. Are you in Jesus? And more importantly, is Jesus producing fruit in your life? The big mistake we make is, I think, Christians and, and as the church is that we try to do the stuff that Jesus does. Our job is to remain. God's, Jesus' job, God's job is to produce the fruit. And the more we remain, the more we remain connected, the more we keep giving our lives to Jesus, the more fruit that will be produced. We'll be more joyful, loving, patient, kind to those around us. I can tell you that's in a very attractive way to live and people are attracted to that it's the very thing that attracted people to the early church they looked at their lifestyle and they were persecuted they couldn't talk about jesus sound familiar in the world that we live in but their lifestyle the way that they lived the way they cared for others was attractive and people said you know i i want what they have and that's part of the fruit that jesus wants to do in your life and mine and you know how often we should connect our lives to Jesus? It was never meant to be a once-off kind of decision. Carolyn made the decision, the 79 Billy Graham crusade. I, I've worked for the Billy Graham Association as well. But it was never meant to be a once-off decision way back then. Following Jesus needs to be a decision we made this morning. Uh, even right now and again tomorrow and the day after. Jesus put it this way. Those who want to be my disciples must take up their cross daily. daily. A constant reconnecting to Jesus. A constant placing ourselves in the hands of the one who could do much more in us and through us than we could ever do on our own. So may you remain in Jesus. May yogos forever remind you of being a follower of Jesus. And I look forward to hearing about all the fruit that God will produce in your life as young people and through this church, 
Abide. Look, there you go. Abide. You need to add like a yo-yo underneath that. <laughs> In Jesus. Let me pray for you. And I want to pray for this community of faith, these, your people here in Yas Community Baptist Church. Lord, you love them. You sent your son Jesus to die for them. And Lord, I know without doubt you want to do great things in them and through them because that's your promise. Lord, help us. Yeah, forgive us for the times we try to take responsibility of the stuff that is yours, that we try to produce the fruit in our own effort on our life. That's never going to work. And it just wears us out. Lord, help us to abide in you, to enter into you, and to allow you to use us. And there'll be ups and downs like, like a yo-yo. But as long as we remain connected, you'll do more than we could possibly ask or imagine. Lord, I add my prayers to the pastoral search community. Lord, may you raise up the right leader for this community so they can be as fruitful, uh, bearing much fruit, stupid amount of fruit, for you and your kingdom. In Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. As you head back into your week, we want to encourage you to stay in his word, stay in his love, and stay strong in your faith. Don't forget to keep up to date with what's happening via Facebook, Instagram, or via our website at ycbc.church. See you soon.